and welcome to another exciting Bat Books for Beginners segment. I'm your host Nick and today we're looking at Batman Grey. It's the third story arc in the Legends of the Dark Knight series, published in 1990-91. After the disappointing first story arc, Shaman, the second, Gothic, redeemed the series a bit. However, I think this arc is the first top quality story in the series, and it's written by someone whose name I'm not quite sure of, but I'm going to have a guess, Doug Monk, who was written for the Batman comic from 1983 to 1986, and then again from 92 to 98, and he's also written in Detective Comics from 83 to 86, as well as being heavily involved in the Legends of the Dark Knight series, which is what we're currently looking at, writing several story arcs. Prey was inked by another tough name to pronounce, Paul Gulacci, who has worked on the Legends of the Dark Knight series as well as the Catwoman series, and it's inked by Terry Austin, who's worked on Detective Comics. So, let's dive right in, and here's the plot. Doctor Strange Now, the tale is set in an interesting period in the Batman's career, He's still a little uncertain in his dealings with the police and lacking even a car to facilitate his crusade. Batman is just beginning to build a relationship with Captain James Gordon when, as usual, a gung-ho mayor orders a crackdown on the bat-garbed vigilante. Gordon, unwilling to throw his full weight behind the order, puts Max Call in charge of the new anti-bat task force. But Court proves more resourceful than Gordon expected especially after joining forces with the crazed but brilliant Dr. Hugo Strange. Strange displays an unusual number of fetishes involving mannequins and bat costumes, which become quite disturbing as the story progresses. Strange works to uncover Batman's secret identity while persuading Court to prowl the night as an even more vicious vigilante, the Night Scourge, in an attempt to discredit Batman. Meanwhile, Catwoman begins to make her first few nights out encountering Batman and she's disappointed that the media thinks that she is Batman's partner. Max Court is eager to capture the Batman, dead or alive, and even though Batman presents a peace offering, Court is not interested. He goes on a rampage, capturing and punishing criminals with a much more vicious style than Batman. He confronts Catwoman on a rooftop above a party, followed by an excellent fight with Batman. Strange then goes on to kidnap the mayor's daughter, disguised as Batman, intensifying the hatred against Batman. Bruce is unable to cope with all of his problems and has a mental breakdown, hallucinating about his parents and attacking Alfred in the process. Once he's recovered, Bruce reveals his new Batmobile and heads off to confront Strange. Strange lets slip that he has framed Batman as he reveals his scheme to Bruce. Little does he know that he's being recorded, and Gordon bursts through the door, and they find the mayor's daughter tied up in Strange's bedroom. Strange flees from the police and is shot as he dives into the river, and is presumed dead. To tie up the loose end, Gordon reveals his suspicions of Court to Batman, who follows Court and discovers the truth that he is the Night Scourge. A final battle ensues, and Catwoman turns up to save him. Court runs to the police, but is shot dead when he confronts Gordon with a gun. Gordon informs the mayor of Batman's aid in the investigation, putting Batman on better terms with the mayor and the city. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. 
Now some critics say the story could easily have been shorter, but I felt it was quite a good length. I think you need that much time to create enough interest in two different villains, especially with one as complex as Doctor Strange. However, the plotting of the book is a bit abrupt. Examples include Batman and Gordon deducing that Strange and Court are villains, with very little evidence, and the simple climax is anticlimactic. After five chapters you're expecting something requiring a little more cunning and excitement, with Strange being such a psychological enemy. I also feel Strange is never fully explained and we never quite understand his motives, which are required for a character of his nature, whereas the Night Scourge is a bit one-dimensional with his simple I want to kill Batman motive. The throwing in of Catwoman is a nice touch, but is a bit pointless. She doesn't add anything to the plot and you wonder why is she there? I did really enjoy Batman's life without a Batmobile, especially when he had to walk home one night. When we finally see the Batmobile, it looks great. Now the art by Paul Galacci is pretty effective and creates a great mood and style for the story. It's detailed and realistic and makes in all a great looking book. Galacci does seem to use a lot of images of naked women. For example, they're either wearing nothing but bed sheets, or there's a panel of a, a naked Catwoman silhouette. I wouldn't usually pick up on this, but it's used so frequently it gets a bit ridiculous. It becomes like the Austin Powers films, where there would be a, a scene where there's a naked character and there's something always blocking the view. And it, and it ends up a bit like that. Galacci was quite creative to keep blocking the nudity, but it became a bit excessive. You've got a serious priority problem. All in all, I'd give it 4 out of 5 Batarangs. It's an interesting story, but not quite a satisfactory ending. And it's missing that extra special something to put it up in a 5 out of 5. But the shortfalls of the plot are made up by the excellent artwork, and it deals with the psychology very well and has some good action moments too. So I think it's a book most fans can enjoy. And it's certainly the best one out of the Legends of the Dark Knight series so far. So we've finally got a decent book out of the series. Next time I'm reviewing Batman Venom. I know it's a very popular book. I just got it today. Looking forward to reading it. Um, we've got some new forums on the BatmanUniverse.net. And then they haven't been used as much as we'd hoped. So get on over there. Where are you? Especially in the BBFB section. Bit of banter would be great. What books did you love? What books didn't you love? I've put a reading list on there so you guys can get a bit further ahead since I didn't think two weeks was quite long enough for you guys to get the next book. And I've also put an area on there for feedback so do please let me know what you're thinking, what you want to hear, what you want to hear less of. Just let me know. So do your best to get hold of Batman Venom and I'll see you next time on the Batman Universe comic podcast. See ya.